race week, bro. We're back. Back, bro. We, we in Mexico. We're in Mexico. You're on an airplane while the sh- race is going on. We talked about a little bit. How you I'm gonna, feeling? I'm going to miss, miss the race, bro. I'm going to miss it. I, I think what I've game planned is because I'm going to be in the air when the race starts. Um, is I'm going to keep my phone like I'm not going to open any socials. You're just going to go airplane mode till you get home. I, I think I'm going to go airplane mode till I get home. I'm going to watch the race. Because if I have any sort of spoilers, I, I won't be able to watch it. I'll be sure not to text you. Yeah, no texting, no spoilers, nothing. Because when I get home on Sunday, I'm going straight to the couch. I'm going to lock in for the next two hours. Sounds good. We're going to be right back for Monday morning. Don't worry. You guys will get, you know, we're, we're the most, what, quickest podcast to turn around? We yeah, turn, we, around, we right turn around right after the race. And I mean, technically... I get back at like five-ish our time, so we could do something late Sunday, but we'll do it Monday morning. Yeah, we'll we'll be ready for you guys by Monday afternoon, um, uh, I guess Western time for Europe. We'll be ready for you guys Monday night, which will be pretty early. But so this racetrack, I mean, I just looked at the circuit. You've looked at the circuit. How you feeling about Mexico? It looks like it'll be an exciting race. Three DRS zones. Looking at the fastest line uh, time that Bottas set, a minute 18, it's a quick lap. It is a very quick lap. 71 laps, which is quite a bit. You know, we've been hitting a lot of 50 laps Because lately, right? they're longer. Yeah, so the 71 should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens. Obviously, the championship race. They both also have two wins in Mexico. Listen, this is going to be five races left. Um Lewis State stateside. He's been on this side of the world. I feel like he's locked in. Obviously, he's he's linking up with Kim K and doing his celebrity thing. But I feel like Louis's ready. I, I think he's ready. Um, just for everybody, fun fact: supposedly Max Verstappen stopped in Halifax. And yeah, we're so Halifax we're based, based here in Halifax, Nova Scotia, east coast of Canada. Word on the street from a viable source: Max Verstappen. Landed in Halifax yesterday to refuel on his way to Mexico, which is which is interesting in itself. Why a, did he go back to Europe? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to get into. So, why would he go back to Europe? And B, why is he getting to Mexico two days before? Like that's you what, actually get into because they start they start their preparation on Thursday, right? Where they start going through the track, they start yeah doing all so those team. He things. would have arrived in Mexico last night, uh, during the afternoon. Yeah, sure. It's like, a, like a, it's like two. It's probably like three no, hours from right? two, two to three hours from here. It's a little further than that. Okay, but still. so he would have mid mid afternoon. Yeah, so so yesterday's Tuesday. I mean, the thing is, you're arriving on a Tuesday and you're coming from Europe. Like, I I know you're flying private, but aren't you gonna be a little bit jet lagged? Well, jet lag, time differences. It's like, why aren't you? So, I mean, obviously, we look at it very differently. They're obviously trained. They do this stuff daily, but. I would have been in the States a week early. Like, yeah, I mean, this I is the be biggest. climatized to the everything. This is his biggest race of his life. I mean, this is a Red Bull favorite track, but if he wins this race, it really puts a lot of stress on Lewis and Team Mercedes, right? If he wins this race, I mean, then I, I'm happy to declare it's, it's time to I, panic. I don't think you declare uh, time to panic, but it's not over. I mean, if he has one DNF and Lewis cuts it, like, For it, sure, but it's anything panic. Can happen, yeah. there, there's. You're, you may not see the red lights, but the amber lights are on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the light of the tunnel becomes very small. For Lewis. Definitely. I just, but yeah, interesting that Max, after Austin, went back to Europe. 
I, I don't I don't mind going back to Europe, but I thought he should have been here maybe Sunday. He should have been That's in North America on Sunday. He must have had some sort of obligations. Maybe. I mean, Red Bull like, obligations. You, you know, I think they just put out a, a video on Max Verstappen and The Charge or some docu- mini documentary on Red Bull's YouTube. But, I mean, think about it this way, too. Like, Lewis has been in New York, so he still has to go to the West Coast, right? Like, it's, it's well, still a three-hour time difference. I mean... And is, let's be real, Lewis Mex- was just in New York, too. Isn't Mexico the West Coast? Isn't Mexico just directly under, and it's got a bunch of different time zones? Mexico's right under, under Cali. Like It is. I mean, let, listen. So if you're in New York in the Northeast, and you got to get, I mean. Listen, I'm not cultured, so in terms of geography. Shout out to Trish. She always gives us a hard time about geography. But, no, I mean, it depends where in Mexico. You Mexico be, City. Mexico City, no, it's Texas time. Texas time, Central time. It's directly under Texas. Interesting. Okay. So if it's in Mexico City, that it's means not bad. So for Louis, it's two in, hours. An hour. Oh, it's yeah, in, Eastern to Central. Yeah, we're, we're Atlantic time, yeah, so it's yeah, different. Yeah. It's only an hour, so he's not really. So he's he taking was a good. small flight. Yeah, he was but that's good. it's it's a six hour difference from Europe, or five hour difference, and you know, I mean, obviously it's not that big of a time difference. Not traveling from Asia, but man, you're in the you're in the most important time in your career where. A, if you don't win this, and theoretically, let's say George Russell or Lando Norris goes on the tear of dominance like Lewis did, you may be that one driver that was so talented that never won anything. Like, and that's what I was thinking because I, I just following the majority of the drivers stayed on this side of the world. Mm-hmm. So for a guy like um, Max to be kind of jet setting, I just found it a curious. And I just pulled up the flight time from New York. New York to Mexico City is a five-hour flight. Okay, so Lewis is taking a five-hour flight. That's that deep. means That means Max is taking... Well, from Halifax would have been only another hour. Yeah, so Max is taking a good 11-hour flight. Yeah, if you... Yeah, so I mean, he's definitely going to be jet-lagged. I will say this. It's it, it just it's very interesting to think that he's not 100% dialed in in terms of being there. But hey, listen... Max Verstappen, maybe being in Europe is better for him. Maybe he enjoys his own bed, like we said. Maybe he enjoys his own environment, and he needs to be in his own environment. He might be superstitious where he only leaves two days before race day, right? Listen, to each their own, we are now days away from just... I just love, you know, now that we're in Wednesday, you just start to see more and more buzz. You kind of... You just... The rumblings mm-hmm. of what's going to happen on the weekend. You even start getting excited for practice. I'm always excited for race week. As soon as race week hits, shout out to my guy, Peter. We're like, oh, it's race week. Race week's just got a whole vibe around it. And Mexico City is, it's one of those circuits. It's one of those races that has so much energy and culture around it. Because Mexico City is just an incredible place to be. Yeah, Mexico City, when you think about Grand Prix, Mexico City definitely has its its reputation it's not at the level of the legendary circuits, but it's right there with it's Brazil. It's got the the the. Maybe it's got a an allure to the, it. The allure. It's, it's got you know, an allure like to it. Singapore is the night race. It's so world famous. When you think of Mexico City, it may not be as famous to say it, the Singapore night race or some of the legendary tracks like a Silverstone, but there's definitely an allure, an allure, a lust for it. There's just the the people of Mexico. Are we going to Mexico City for our first Grand Prix race, or is it Austin? I've never been to Mexico as a whole, but I've been told Mexico City is just fun. So Mexico City or Austin? Put That's it on tough. wax. I mean, they are. Uh, I wish we had, we could go back to back. Like 
<laughs> Maybe but I feel like I feel like Austin is just way more uh, attainable. Okay, so Austin, it is. Um, so are you? Obviously, this is kind of off topic, but were you hyped this morning? I'm sure you saw F1's post of Lewis Hamilton's uh, championships. They did a little oh, yeah. carousel. Oh yeah, and to see him in the the silver arrow and the wins and just like doing the donuts, Mexican flag. Fourteen years ago, his his um. What do you call his uh, lineup was not fresh. You know how oh, they yeah, had the oh, long yeah. lineup? Louis, Louis come a long way. He's now considered a fashionable, um, you know, individual. And a little story. Shout out to our guys at, uh, on our other podcast, Survival of Fitted League Fits. So they posted a picture with James Harden and Lil Baby. And they were in Paris, right? Yeah, this with is Lewis summertime. Hamilton. This yeah, this is summertime. summertime. Lewis Hamilton was in Paris. I think it was during the summer break or just before it. And they cut out Lewis Hamilton like he's not the most famous pic- person in that picture and the most fashionable person. I know. It's funny how uncultured. Um, I wouldn't say uncultured. But I mean, yeah, maybe it's not uncultured, but a lot of people, again, they don't realize that there are more sports outside of the NFL and the NBA. Yeah. A, uncultured would be unfair to those guys because, you know, that that's more European culture, F1, but it's coming to America. So, but now... Ian's a big Lewis Hamilton fan. He says he's the most fashionable athlete, I think. Is yeah, that? most fashionable athlete in the world. Lewis, Lewis's fashion is very different, but, I mean, he's there. Oh, I, Louis's there, man. Like, And that's funny. When you look at just the, the timeline of pictures of Lewis, the little buzz cut, terrible lineup, <laughs> yeah. and now the guy's just a swag champ. And, I mean, obviously that comes with age. It comes with success. It comes with money. Um, but the progression is there. The progression's there. What's your favorite Lewis look? I like the faux hawk. Oh. Are you liking the twist or you like the faux hawk? No, I, you know what? I love the the dreads. Uh, you like even the braids. Yeah, I mean the the buzz cut is was horrendous. Yeah, I, uh, the faux hawk is is the one for me. Um, that's when that's that's when Lewis is in his absolute prime, right? That's when 2014, 15, 16, 17. Listen, hammer time he, in his finest. Yeah, he's starting to kind of come out of it, but. Let's talk a little bit about, um, obviously, the championship duel. We've talked around them. We've talked about Max. We've talked about Lewis just in general. But so what do you expect this weekend? Obviously, we're hoping for Max DNF. But realistically, what are you expecting? This Checo's is a Red home Bull, race. This is um, a Red Bull favorite track. You know what? So obviously, I say this every damn race week. <laughs> Louis going to get pole. Louis going to win. And I'm, I'm just like coming up short every time. Uh and maybe it's just this false sense of optimism, but I think that I think that Louis is going to hit pole and win the race, man. Okay, okay. I just I know how much he understands what this is all worth, and we saw we saw it in Austin. I mean, he came out of the first turn in front. I think this this weekend, he's definitely dialed in. Dialed in, no margin for error. Yeah, I mean, his former teammate, a.k.a. Bok Bok, he's, he's still picking Lewis. Did you read that? I did not. Rosberg's picking Lewis? He still has Lewis. I mean, Rosberg has seen Lewis in the flesh when he locks in, right? So I'm sure he understands that to beat Lewis is very hard. It is incredibly hard. It's He is the pinnacle of racing as of today, right? Until Max dethrones him. He is the best player in the world, best racer in the world. So, by far, you have to understand like taking down the best player in the world, best racer in the world, whatever it is, whether it's racing, basketball, whatever it is, even hacking, whatever you want to call it, 
you have to beat that individual one-on-one. So you, it goes down to the wire, and he's definitely going to bring That's it. That's why Rosberg said, like, there are certain times throughout the season that Lewis loses his motivation. And clearly, Max has taken advantage of that this season. Yes, he has. However, those moments are gone because Lewis now can feel the pressure and understands that he is five races away from losing or five races away from making history. And just to kind of give context, like when Rosberg won in 2016, Lewis won the last five races he had to win. Yeah. So, it, it's so crazy. like Rosberg knows, like if Lewis kicks in, he's fully engaged. Do you think we ever see a season from Lewis where he gives 100%? Like, let's say next year. Let's say he wins this year. Or or let's let's say he doesn't win this year. Do you think he locks in the whole year? He's like, I need number eight. I need to be the greatest of all time, undisputedly. I mean, think about it, right? If he, because of the ability that he has, if he locks in for 21, 22, 23 races, it would be complete. He would obliterate the entire grid. I, I, I actually... I don't want to say he doesn't lock in because I'm sure he's locked in, but there's a different level of focus when you're under pressure. But if Lewis was able to stimulate that pressure all year, you think he just like has some 80% win race, like a win rate or I mean, last year he dominated. I mean, Mercedes car was in a class of its own. Yeah. Like we have to be fair. Mercedes car was in a class of its own last year. Yeah. Regardless, you have Louis. I mean, it's just impossible. I don't think there's any athlete in the world that can be on all the time. You think you can hit a podium 100% of races? Schumacher did it. I think I mean, it was 19 and 19. Has Louis never? No, his closest was like 83% or something yeah. like that. You think, you think Listen, if he was maybe, the, maybe that's that's one more thing he's got to check off, podium every race. Yeah, Schumacher either did 17 or 17. I mean, Schumi did it in an era of what, 16 races? 17 I think it was 17 races? or 19. It's yeah, one of the so two. So doing it for 23 tough it is tough but nonetheless 100 is 100 facts um he also i don't know if you read this but you seen a shout out to angela Collin. uh the little i didn't see the shout out but i just saw him jogging the other day no he did a little article where he's like he doesn't know where he'd be without angela she's very special i mean I've, I've read lots of articles like that yeah he i mean he definitely um gives her a ton of credit yeah i mean I don't think all these people that are around these athletes, even Max, um, any of the high-performing athletes, you talk about George, you talk about all these different folks, um, their team around them don't get credit. Like, those people are responsible for keeping them at 100% efficiency. I mean, I'm not sure what... Angela's entire role encompasses because oh she's with him so, day to night she's it, literally his exactly trainer. so yeah she's his trainer his physio but I feel like she's also his PR she's his scheduler like all of that as well I would assume so I mean biggest thing is confident so mean, you know she is friend. pretty much the filter of the outside world and Lewis and making sure that he gets to where he needs to be and of course ensuring that he's locked in too like what are the conversations that he's having with her about this weekend? Yeah, I would love to be a fly on the wall on those. You also have to shout out, she's a mother of two, I think. Right? She's a mother. Yeah, she's a mom. I mean, that's just the ultimate sacrifice when you think about raising a family. You are a mom that is very absent. Yeah. I mean, her her partner must be the, the, the level of trust and 
I mean, it's just nuts. Yeah, I mean, you might spend a week with them and two weeks off, right? When you're on. it's crazy. And so it, it kind of is crazy. I'm sure she wants to be with her kids, um, but, but it's, it's a small too. window too. Like, you sh- when are you going to have this opportunity? And Lewis is not going to race for 50 years, so it's like, you know, she's maybe paid well. A, maybe it's a 10 year period. You're making a ton of money. It's an incredible opportunity. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to devote that time that I've missed. I mean, you can never make up lost time, but there's lots of different ways you can spend. She's probably going to be set financially where she can just spend the rest of the time with her kids if she'd like. I will say this, though. It's just crazy to think because Lewis has come out and say he's not in long-term relationships in the past because he's focused on F1. And the reality is Angela spends as much time around F1 that he does, but she's in a full relationship with kids. So shout out to Angela. What do you think he pays her a year? A million dollars, not enough? I want to say closer to two million, because most high-ranking calm EAs make about a million bucks. I want to say two million because she's on call. Lewis also makes thirty million dollars, thirty mil- pounds, I think, per year. Listen, last year he made seventy-five million. He made seventy-five, but he took a pay cut, right? It was like, yeah, it's like you got to think he's making every year with his endorsements and everything north of like close to a hundred. I would assume that maybe Mercedes pays for part of it as well. I mean that, but that's his physio and trainer. Teams do have dedicated physio and trainers, so Mercedes probably stipends Lewis and Valtteri for their own trainers, right? Yeah, and if they don't have a team, up. yeah. So I'm sure. I'm 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 assuming two north of two mil. It, it is kind of interesting. I'd love to find out what is that number. What does it cost? Pretty much to be an extension of another person. Do we see 100? Do we see Angela with another F1 driver after Lewis retires? Hell no. You don't think so? You don't think? You Hell don't think like no. Tim Grover, Tim Grover style, where everybody's nah. like, you were, you were. Listen, Michael this trainer. is so intimate because, like I just said, she is an extension of Lewis. Like she, it, her, and Lewis are one. I feel you. Like that's you. You're not going to be able to re- replicate that. But she doesn't have to replicate it. Someone just has to ask her. But you trained Lewis Hamilton. I want yeah, you to be my trainer. But then it's never going to be the same. I mean, listen, we'll see. I think after Lewis retires, she. She I goes. Think, I think she goes. She goes. Maybe she there. takes on some consulting role with teams. Who knows? Maybe she uh, builds a relationship with George Russell. <laughs> Mr. If George I Russell. Seen George Russell jogging with Angela Cullen on Instagram. <laughs> I'm dead. No, you won't see it, bro. That's a Lewis thing. Lewis thing <laughs> that's yeah. a Lewis yeah. selfie thing. So let, let's let's talk a bit more about Mexico because that's what we're here for. So you have a Lewis win. Realistically, where does Checo fit? This is his home track. It's Checo's home track. Do you think he beats Max? Because he, he's been toe-in-toe with Max lately, and they have literally said that Max, Max uh, sorry, Red Bull's car has been fitted towards Max Verstappen. They are now switching the setup towards Perez. So do you think Perez catches well, Max this weekend? Perez was better in Austin. Perez let, you know, Max take, after that first corner and Lewis took the lead, Perez was in front of Max, and then he let Max pass. Yeah, I know. I mean, so it's like Max Max is priority, and the team is just gonna give. They're gonna give team orders to Checo, which is unfortunate. Do you think that Red Bull would let Perez win Mexico, and if Max is one two, impossible. You don't think so? Unless Lewis is DNF, but like, if Lewis is in like fourth in the point differential, every point matters. There, it's gonna be team orders. If they're if it's a Checo Max, they're gonna say let Max take one. The thing is, is like it'd be nice for Checo to win Mexico. I, listen, 
That's why we need a DNF. But match. I don't like that about Red Bull. I mean, this is just not, it's not hating on Red Bull. Mercedes well, it comes is, down to strategy. It's like they want to win the driver's championship. I understand that, but Mercedes doesn't do that. Mercedes has had that issue with Valtteri that one year, but it's not like, hey, just let them pass for the championship run. It's like they've most of the time been, hey, if whoever's the faster racer is going to win the race, right? But Red Bull's literally saying, mm. we, we concede everything to Max. That's the attitude they're saying is Max's priority. I think that's literally most teams. I mean, But it's not, though, because Mercedes has let Bottas beat, beat Lewis, even though he hasn't been in championship contention. I think there's definitely been times, but if it really counts, like let's say Bottas is in one and Lewis is in second in this race. They're telling Bottas to let Lewis pass. Maybe so, but what I'm saying to you is that the whole year has been Max's driver championship. It's all about Max. Definitely. That's Red Bull has made it about yeah, that. The, Red Bull has literally said if Max doesn't win a championship under us, he's going to leave. That's probably their thought process. So it's literally been Max, 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 Max. Yeah. But Mercedes is like, okay, well, it makes sense now, but it wasn't at the beginning of the, of the year where Bottas let Lewis pass, let Lewis pass. I think there's just always, there's just such a clear difference so because red bull red bull babies are number one driver that's all i feel at least yeah i mean it. red bull doesn't have a good track record of how they deal with their number two driver they actually don't um but <laughs> yeah we, we won't get into that we definitely won't get into that because we've done that so before. i think you think Checo? i really think um it's just tough because i almost feel like i'm part of this mercedes team and i can feel oh, we the know. pressure we know for lewis just so everybody knows when lewis wins one you guys are in for a nice treat. You guys are in for a nice treat. He's been waiting, I think, at least four weeks, and he's he's really sad about it. I won't spoil the treat, but when Lewis wins a race, it doesn't have to be a championship, come to our YouTube video, please. Just just show up to our YouTube video. I'm going to be ready. He'll be ready. Uh, McLaren, Ferrari, let's talk about 3-4. So McLaren's kind of fell off the, like, the last two races in the battle with Ferrari. Like, they had punched... I thought a massive gap and it separated from Ferrari. Yeah, I thought they hit and the And then in the last two blow. races, like Ferrari obviously has made some changes, some upgrades, and Ferrari has now narrowed the gap. So I don't know what to expect now. It's like I thought McLaren was going to run away with it, but it's not the case. Yeah, McLaren was up like 35, 34 points, I'm pretty sure, two or three races ago. And Ferrari has just closed that gap, right? I got to give props to Ferrari. Like, Signs and Leclerc have both done a good job. Like, you know, the last two races, they've done well. Bonato's just at uh, at headquarters, bro. Yeah, Bonato's just at headquarters. I told you they would do job. better without Bonato. Listen, I think he, I put it on he, wax. He's he's back at the factory making sure he's got a job. <laughs> <laughs> that that's pretty much what it's what's going on. But it, it's very it's very interesting to see because McLaren had a clear pace advantage. Ferrari put their upgrades in, and now it looks like Ferrari has a pace advantage. But what's going? What is going on with McLaren? I mean, I think Lando lost some confidence in the rain. Yeah, he, he had that one incident during I qualifying, mean, and then Danny Rick has had engine issues. Yeah, so it's like, is is this a Mercedes engine, or is this like McLaren's just imploding in front of our faces? I just, it's listen. That's why you start to look at the entire calendar and it's like there are going to be peaks and valleys man and mclaren is going through one of those right now and they got to figure it out because this battle for third 
What did, what did McLaren finish last year? Fourth? No. They finished third. They finished third. No, they finished fourth. Yeah, because at, didn't Racing Point finish third? No, Racing Point finished fourth. So it's McLaren, I'm pretty sure. Or was it Renault? Anyway, definitely wasn't Renault. No, Renault was like fifth or sixth. So but it's anyways. McLaren then. It's McLaren. Anyway, like, you just need to see the progression from McLaren. So, you know, if they go backwards, it's a failed year. They've been the most consistent team up to now because consistently Lando would score high and Ricardo would absolutely bomb the beginning of the beginning of the year. Right. So it's very interesting to see how the roles have flipped because they've just been inconsistent over the last couple of races. And the Ferrari this drivers first, have been consistent. They've, they've been pretty Ferrari's been very consistent. They've been consistently third or fourth. Right. They've been very consistent. Um, McLaren. This is the first time all year they've actually went through va- the, the bottom of the valley because they legit were pretty consistent on scoring points every single race because Lando just kept scoring, 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 scoring. While Ricardo was, he'll take a couple points here and miss a couple points. But they knew that they could pencil in Lando for 10, around 10 plus points. Yeah. But they finally hit a point where it's like Lando's finishing eight. He's struggling. Yeah, he is struggling. And I wonder if that has to do with his crash or because he uh, messed up. So, Lando seems like he's been on a little bit of a downward uh, trajectory. Definitely. So, I think, you know, I think Ferrari's going to come out ahead of McLaren this weekend. So, you're giving some props to Bonato. <laughs> I hate Bonato. <laughs> he's cringe, man. We could do a little bit of... Uh, we could do a little I time. think that on this track, obviously, you've got the three DRS zones. So you've got the three straight line speeds where the McLaren will definitely... Should be faster, but I, I think that... Charles and and Carlos are going to both be kind of locked in on. They'll come out of the weekend. Ferrari will have more points. Yeah. I, I, we, we talked about this last podcast, but I think the drivers are pretty even. You think McLaren has a slight edge, which is fair. You can go either way. I think Ferrari just has a better car now. They, they've made some changes, man. That's some significant upgrades. That's what they said. It's, their pace is not far off of the Mercedes and Red Bull, right? Generally, I think that Ferrari is definitely going to, Take a dent this week and probably take the lead. I do think that McLaren will end up winning though that that third place. The money is quite different. I think it's a difference of like ten million or at least eight million dollars. Listen, every mill counts. I mean, not that Ferrari needs any more money, but McLaren uh, does. McLaren though. does. McLaren does. Uh, what about just the fans? Like, you know, we just saw Austin. Mexico's not hundred thousand fans. Mexico's gonna be nuts. And you know, they're gonna have the face painted, the, the sombreros. Like, they're gonna be wild. Mexico is nuts. I, I, this is why I brought up the question earlier. I think Mexico will be a way better experience than Austin. Because I think Austin. I just want to drink tequila and watch a Grand Prix and just like I, I don't want to be Mexican drunk for music. that. Like, I, I don't want to be drunk for a Grand Prix race. That, that's just my opinion. <laughs> you want to be drunk while you're watching Lewis No, Hamilton I don't want to be drunk. Hell no. But like, I want to be sipping on nice tequila. Yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, what celebs are going to be there? I feel like who, I feel like The Rock might be there because obviously he's got his tequila brand and like. Oh man, I, I, I'm. That's a hard call. I don't think I don't think any big North American stars would be there. I think some huge Mexican stars would be there. Oh, there's definitely. I well, I saw. I don't know why the, there was any correlation, but uh, Kai Kaigo is going to be performing. I mean, he's paid there, so yeah, I, I don't know. But well, who's actually like pulling up the pull? There up? should be like the J Balvins of the world, and it, you is know. he from Mexico? No, but it's a Latin. It's a Latin, Latin race. event. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Brazil is Portuguese. Mexico is Spanish. Yeah. Most of these artists are Spanish. 
Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, Mexican and Spanish are two different things, but they but speak, that's what I they mean. speak like, the language. If yeah. you people say, well, Brazil's in South America, but in Brazil is Portuguese, very different. Yeah, Brazil is a Portuguese speaking country. A Brazilian Portuguese is a thing. I do think it'll be hyped up with Mexican stars. I think we'll see one or two American stars, but I mean, if I was a star, I'd be pulling up to every F1 race. <laughs> Listen, I've had a budget for it. Hell yeah. I'll be at every single F1 race. You can catch me. My phone be off Saturday to Sunday. I'll be chilling with Lewis Hamilton. If Listen, that's that was I want call. the all access. I'll be in the paddock chilling, you know. Yeah, it'll be fun. Like my boy Ben Stiller just chilling next to Toto. Like Ben Stiller. <laughs> so random. By the way, we were talking in the office. You weren't there. But Peter's like, that didn't look like Ben Stiller. In my head, I'm just like, bro, Ben Stiller's just Age, bro. When Ben Stiller was yeah. popular, it was like the early 2000s. He's, bro, he, he's, aged, he's aged. He's listen, got a full head of gray listen, hair. Phoebe, people get old, bro. Yeah, I know. People get old, man. But like, You ain't <laughs> going to look like you look today in 10, 15 years, bro. No, for sure not. Um, let's round up the rest of the grid. Uh, we'll, as we always do, who's finishing the top so, 10? So, are we going to have DNFs? Hell yeah, we're going to have DNFs. Max is going to the wall, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or or it's like, I think, I think, be be, better than I think like, there'll be an incident. I mean, we're due for one. When's the last time we had a crash? Bro, we've had all these clean races. Like, we need we're, some we're drama. We're due for one. We're due for some drama. The last drama was when Max and Louis, you know? Monza. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that wasn't really drama. Like, I mean, like, you know, the beginning of the grid drama? Like, we yeah, need yeah. beginning of the grid Where drama. Where people are spinning out and yeah, yeah. We, complete we need, chaos. I mean, actually, we did have drama. We had the Lance Stroll spin out. He just didn't have a DNF. Yeah, but it wasn't. We like, need like we, we need a safety car. We need a safety car. Uh, uh, no, we need a red flag at the beginning of the race oh, where we shit. get mad. We, one of those have to happen in the next couple races. We right? need. There's We're definitely got to be some room for variation. Yeah, we, either either a, a real safety car, not a virtual one, or a red flag. One right. of those are due soon. So let me go through my top five teams. No, like, oh, no, go th- uh, top five or roll through your top ten. Well, I'm not gonna go all the way to twentieth. No, I'm talking about who you're going to your Q your Q uh, Q one. Oh, just, Q3. oh, who's going to qualify? Yeah, yeah, who's going Q3? Um, let's see. So, obviously, Red Bull I'm going to put all four drivers from the top two. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put, um, okay, so all four from I got Mercedes you. That's and Red four. Bull. We got six more. Okay. I'm going to throw in Lando in there. That's okay. five. I'm going to throw Carl Sainz in there. Okay. That's six. I'm going to throw my boy Gasly in there. Good pick. I'm also going to throw Danny Rick. Like it. And I'm going to throw in Alonzo. Yeah. And I think I'm going to throw Georgie in at number 10. You're leaving it with Charles. Yeah, I don't think Charles is making it to, to Okay. I think he's going to be 11th to 12th. I don't hate it because usually one of the top four, top four teams drivers don't make it out. But I'm. But I'm it was either there. Danny Rick or Charles. I'm and not. I went I'm Danny not with Rick. you on that one. I think all four drivers m- make it out because the thing is, sorry, all four teams, top two drivers make. Uh, all top four teams drivers make it out. These only because we spots. know Mercedes is 100 locked in. Okay, we know Red Bull is 100 locked in, and you know McLaren and Ferrari are definitely locked in because that 10 million dollar gap. Right, so leaves two spots. I want to say my boy Vettel, but he disappointed me last week, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take him out. I got a surprise pick this week. Oh shit! <laughs> I got Giovinazzi. Yo, He's and, making it up. Antonio, <laughs> I thought about him for a split second. I had to go Alonso. I go Giovinazzi, and I go my boy Ocon. Wow. Okay. I think Vettel, 
Alonzo and George will all be close for that third for that thirteenth eleven spot. But oh, I have a feeling Giovanni. I'm gonna miss practice on Friday because I'm busy at the wedding. But Saturday, quality. You can watch quality. Yeah, I get to watch quality. But Giovanni is locked in, bro. He's been finishing like twelve to thirteen for the, for the last couple races, bro. Giovanni is definitely eating his pasta because he's <laughs> being locked in. He's locked in. He's fighting for his life. And listen, that's like. I think he's on like a two million or three million dollar salary per year. Oh, maybe. bro, that that's a lot of money. Like people want to hate on Giovanni, and we we make fun of him on the bro, podcast. Giovanni is locked in. He's he locked knows. in. He's fighting for a million dollars plus he next year. He knows he don't want to be racing in some random like motorsport league that nobody nah, he, even he cares probably about. Like a test driver, bro. He probably making a couple couple hundred test driver. K. What's the point of being a test driver? I mean, it's it's not a bad life if you can be a test driver, make a couple hundred k a year, live in Monaco, you know, tax free. <laughs> Facts, facts. <laughs> All right. Uh, top five, actual race. Top five, actual race. Um, Lewis, Bottas, Checo, Signs. You really, you re- oh, I was, was going to say, you're really going with Max's on the DNF this race. I'm going Max fifth, though. I feel like there's going to be some crazy safety car or red flag stuff. He's going to have to work his way back up the grid. I got you. I'm going to jinx him. I got Max first. <laughs> I got... Checo second, Lewis third, Valtteri fourth, and Lando fifth. I got. I, I think the top teams will dominate. I'm just hoping, saying that I jinx them and it flips. So it's Lewis and, and Valtteri first, and Max and. Listen, we need a Mercedes win. Um, oh, surprise! By the way, George is making it into the top ten. And he's scoring a point. That that that's okay, my George that's my wild prediction. Yeah. What's I your mean, wild prediction? My wild prediction. Okay. My wild prediction is that. And Aston Martin car finishes six. I, I don't hate it. I don't think it's wild. I think Aston Martin's due for good performance. I like it. it, it it's a good take. It's definitely not wild, but it's a good take. <laughs> so who's our who's our our driver, our lower driver of the week? Lower driver of the week. Um, last time I went with Mick, I'm gonna go listen. I'm gonna have to go with my boy Giovanazzi. <laughs> you go Giovanazzi? <laughs> So I have him having good qualifying. I don't think he's going to have a great race. I just have, have feelings. Giovinazzi, when I say good, means top 15. Yeah, I think that's a great race for him, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have your boy Lance Stroll. Stroll, I think. Sh- I mean, he's been bottom half, right? So He's been terrible. He, Aston Martin shouldn't be considered a bottom half team. They should be. I know they should be in that top five, but I have Lance Stroll having a good race. All right. You heard it. Lance Stroll. Any, any last thoughts? Listen, I'm going to be airborne when it lights out and away we go. Shout out to my boy, Crofty. Crofty. I, I sent him listen. a DM. I sent him a DM. <laughs> I sent him a DM, too. <laughs> we can always listen to Crofty. I can literally put on that two-minute video of Crofty saying it's lights out and away we go. Yeah, I know. So it's, It might be the best, like, other than the finish line when you see your driver win, it might be the best 30, uh, 10 seconds of the race. Bro, it's it's the best. I mean, when the lights are all red and you can feel just the anticipation rising, it's it's kind of just like a high, man. By the way, it is so weird that the lights just go all red instead of when they go green. I know, isn't it random? It's weird because it you're so used to as a kid green in movies, go it goes green, right? And then it just lights out. Listen, I'm going to get back from Toronto s- straight to the apartment. I might order some tacos because it's a Mexican Grand Prix. I'm just locking with my tacos. Are we giving a plug to Antojos? <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm getting my Antojos. Or I might just get a little taco kid myself. <laughs> oh, wow. This guy might get a taco kid himself. So you're going to get your taco. 
<laughs> so you're gonna get a taco kit yourself, bro? Bro, I'm getting my taco kit. What's it? El Paso? Yo, bro, the El Paso, bro. El Paso. You know it comes. <laughs> you know it comes correct, bro. You know it comes correct. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to get the the ground beef and get it all simmering. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. You put any twist on it? Oh, bro, you know I'm gonna get the hottest peppers, chop them up nicely. Yo, on a side note, what do you, what does Mexico have the hot, some of the hottest peppers in the world? Oh, for sure. Bro, We're definitely doing the Mexico Grand Prix. The Mexico Grand Prix is a vibe. I'm telling you, expensive tequila that's like not expensive in Mexico, but everywhere else. Good tacos, spicy food. Sounds like it's just made for me. Before, so last question before we sign off: Are you a hard shell taco or soft shell taco guy? Oh, I'm a soft taco all the way. I don't like the crunch, bro. I'm a soft shell, shell taco as well. All right, guys, we're signing out. We're we're pumped for Mexico. We'll see you on Monday. We'll see you. We'll see you guys on Monday. Don't spoil it for Kurt, guys. And if Lewis wins, go to the YouTube channel. All right. Peace. Peace.